Hey, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And just remember, if you need any help with investing or want a second opinion on your current investments, feel free to reach out to me at centurycitywealthmanagement.com. Have an awesome day. I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. I'm really excited today to have Renee Frazier on the line. Renee is the CEO and founder of Frazier Communications. Uh, Renee, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm always excited to talk to somebody who's in the advertising agency business. Why? Because you know what's going on. That's what you handle day to day. You work with uh, business owners on, um, on, you know, getting their name out and getting their businesses out. Um, so I'm going to be excited to hear about that. But before we get into your day to day business with Frazier Communications, um, let's just start with your background um, as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Well, I'm a little bit unusual. I came to this business from the corporate environment, and I'm actually a Ph.D. psychologist. I still even teach at University of Southern California. So I got a Ph.D. in psychology right out of school. I got my master's, and I started to teach at USC. And then I married a professor at the uh, at USC in the psychology department. He wasn't my teacher, but that wouldn't be allowed <laughs> these days. <laughs> But once I did that, I thought, well, he's not going to work for both of us. He was already tenured, and I just didn't feel Adam would be a good idea for us both to be in the same field. So I embarked on market research where psychologists and psychological skills would be useful in understanding consumer behavior and insights. My background was in social psychology, persuasion, attribution theory, and what motivates people. So that's how I started. I started in market research, and then I very quickly was recruited into an ad agency, and that wasn't foreign territory for me because my father had been in advertising, and I thought I'd never go into the business. He was from the Mad Men era. But that was my introduction to advertising, and I've been there ever since. Wow, so you literally have the pedigree for it. I was thinking, I swear, I was thinking podcast. I don't create the titles for this right up, but I was thinking Mad Woman. I was thinking when you went that. <laughs> not bad, not bad, not bad. bad. You know, the irony is there aren't any ad agencies in the United States run by psychologists. But whenever I tell people I'm a psychologist in the advertising business, especially clients, they say, well, that makes sense because you can understand the consumer mentality. And I've been a student of it uh, for the 20 years I've run this company and prior to that. We do a lot of research here, and I like doing that myself to understand, especially the new generations like the millennials and Gen Z. I love it. Um, can you tell me, and because and you're obviously your tenured, your experience, you grew up in the environment. What do you think, uh, how do you think the the, uh, the ad agency model is changing now with with this, with just the amount of analytics and deep learning and things that are available? How is that changing the nature of the business? Uh, very dramatic changes. You know, about 10 years ago, as uh, digital and social emerged as very important, you saw a splintering. So there will be analytics agencies, there's a digital agency, social media agencies, influencer communities. And uh, there continues to be, uh, you know, that kind of um, uh, growth and spectrum of services and analytics critically important. There's also been a lot of consolidation in the business, a lot of the big agencies buying up some of the smaller ones, particularly when they wanted to have a foothold in the digital space. 
But we have also seen clients, we have some really large clients, and we see them frustrated by the bigger operations. So when I started the firm 20 years ago, it was to be able to give personalized, smart, senior-level counsel to clients about an integrated effort, not just here's a digital program, here's a traditional, here's a PR program, but how does it all work together? Because they all do work together. So there's still a role for an integrated effort, but there's been a lot of this kind of uh, dilution, if you will, and, and um, segmenting of the business. Mm. And, at, you know, analytics are critical. They are the uh, keystone to why digital is working so well. We can see click-through rates. We know who our customers are. We can follow them. You know, all of the smart TVs we buy now have a special chip that keeps track of all the television shows you watch. And they send that data to third-party providers who actually use that then to serve up messages to you on your phones and your laptops. Because your television set is connected to your ISP address. We don't know your name, but we know the, u- the devices that you use and how to find you. Wow. I tell you, where this thing is going. Personally, I like it. I think it's good. I mean, I'm, I'm all for um, tailoring a better day-to-day experience. Um, so, uh, in terms of what would you say the next? I guess you'd say you you brought up millennials. What would you say that not, how they're like? If you're a business owner listening, you're trying to target this millennial market. They're digesting, let's say, information or products maybe differently than they have in the past. Like, what, where should you be thinking? Like, what areas should you even be looking at in terms of well, advertising and marketing? Yeah, millennials are using their phones, and they're they're doing a lot of homework online before they make any purchase. They still go to stores but they are, are visiting stores after they've done a lot of homework. So you want to have a very strong web presence, and you have to have a very responsive site on the phone so that people get content from you that way. You also need to build a relationship with them through social media. Capitalize on your, what we call your owned media. That is your website and your social media channels, So whether it's Twitter, or Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Be sure you have lots of fresh content there. And you encourage your guests, your customers to write positive testimonials and push those out on a regular basis. We even suggest on the social media side that you really think through strategically a calendar for your social media and you have three to five kinds of areas. So one might be commentary on social media about your product. Another might be about your people and the fun you have inside, giving away the personality, the culture of your store or your brand. A third would be what your customers say about your products and the feedback you get and the things customers are doing with them, stories, for example. And the fourth would probably be where you are in the community. Do you sponsor a local children's hospital or a a baseball team? Are you giving back through recycling? Uh, That's very important for millennials. You want to heighten their awareness of that and play that up. And using social media is very inexpensive but it's a great way to create content about you and to get people to come back. The other thing I'll say is video, video, video. Phone, phone, phone for millennials and video content. And the video doesn't have to be very sophisticated. It can be somebody with an iPhone videotaping you talking about using your product or a guest or a customer who comes in who's willing to do a short video to talk about how much they love the products that you, you sell. The video is really important as a way of preparing and presenting information. Very few people really like to read in detail. And, of course, when I talk about social media, you can't forget Yelp, monitoring your Yelp reactions or any other place where people can get feedback about your service or your product 
You want to monitor it and you want to be responsive. Even to negative comments, you've got to be on top of it. Millennials, besides liking the phone and video, they also like transparency and honesty and genuineness. So it's important that the content is as true as possible. And sometimes it's uncomfortable to share information, but you score a lot of points and it will build loyalty. The last thing I'll say about millennials is uh, something I alluded to, which is social causes are really important. If you're not engaged in your community and getting back, allowing your employees to volunteer, uh, doing things to give maybe your product for free or in kind to nonprofits, you should be doing that. You should be doing it because it's the right thing to do, but also because it really counts toward your brand reputation and it will help you attract millennials as customers. That's great. All, all great tips. Um, let's talk a little bit more about um, Frasier Communications and what you do, what kind of services you offer, what kind of clients you work with. Right, so Frasier, as I mentioned a moment ago, does integrated communications. So uh, we do clients like Lexus, the car company. We have a national program for Lexus where we reach out and work with the dealers to identify ways of working with women and millennials. We prepare social media content. We do events. And we do training sessions on the characteristics of those uh, target audiences and how better to reach them, what to say when they come in the sales room, how to treat them when they're in for service. We also work on a digital basis for Hyundai across the country, drawing lead generation for them. And then we do a lot of campaigns about social issues. We uh, do a statewide campaign to reach moms and dads and caretakers, talking about the importance of the first five years of life and how to reach them, not just with traditional media, uh, but with activations, with events. And we have a truck that goes around the state to share education and materials with parents. We also handle social media for our uh, of many of our clients, including our water clients, including a furniture company. We help find influencers to help them write about the brand, and we con we uh, construct the program so that uh, they sh we give them products, no money, and as a result of getting the product, they take pictures and they write about it and they share it with their influential group, and we manage that process. And last, we also do websites. So for many of our clients, we do the branding and the positioning for them to help. What should be your main point? What are you going to lead with? Because too many of our clients want to tell a long story about themselves. We use our psychological techniques to understand what's going to be most relevant and most meaningful and help clients with what's the right positioning and how what's the right messaging. So you pull people in. They're interested. They ask for information, and then you can tell the fuller story. And we do that through media outreach that we do, whether it might be digital or traditional, like radio or outdoor television, and then also through social media and event strategies that we recommend. So as you can tell, we have a breadth of clients. We have a lot of nonprofit social cause related. We do USC, LMU, and UCLA work. And then we also work on the side of the, the for-profit companies like Hyundai, Lexus, New Vision, uh, which is a really important credit union, and East West Bank. So a breadth of clients on the nonprofit as well as the for-profit side, but we learn from all of them. Now that's great, and it sounds to me like you're doing great work, and you have the experience and bandwidth to be able to deliver across a lot of different market segments, which is good because I, I love seeing when you know there's a, a consummate professional in the ad agency space as opposed to let's just say you know kind of just testing the water, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you're right. I'm really, really, really committed to it. I should mention one other part of us, Adam, but, that mm -hmm. I think is differentiator and something your listeners might be interested in. Uh, you know, my background is as a Ph.D. psychologist at USC, and I, I use that psychology to do research. 
And uh, nowadays, we can do it very inexpensively, but I can't uh, underscore enough the importance of learning from your customers and your prospects and doing your homework and the importance of analytics. So, for example, we'll go out and for the furniture company, we did ethnography. We uh, asked for people's uh, participation and we followed them through uh, shopping for furniture to learn what they looked at, what they wanted, what they were paying attention to, what they weren't, and how we could attract their attention in a store environment. We do focus groups to understand the attitudes, the lifestyles of people. We do one-on-one -on -one interviews to understand how can we connect our brand better to them? What are they looking for from us? So how can we enhance our product? And we do large-scale surveys and quantitative studies to say, what's the size of the market? What are they watching on television? What are they looking at on their phones? Which part of social media do they like best? What kind of videos do they want to see? And that really informs the client work that we do. So we're not just like uh, push, you know, throwing it against the wall to see what sticks. We know what works. And one of the differentiators about us is we're very evidence-based in everything we do, and it really informs our creativity, our media choices, our strategy recommendations, and we're very thoughtful about the work. One of the nice things about owning the company is I can make sure we do the best job possible. There's nobody looking over my shoulder from a headquarters office. And I'm, I'm very proud of the work we do. I have a fabulous team here at Fraser Communications. That's wonderful. So uh, I really appreciate you uh, taking time out of your schedule today, Renee. Too. I know you're busy to uh, to get on the line and give some uh, top tips to success with my audience. Uh, um, where can people find you? What's your what's your website address, and how can they get in touch with you if they want to talk Ab about hire? Absolutely, more than happy to talk to them. FraserCommunications.com. And I'll give you a phone number as well, which is 310-319-3638. And uh, actually, that's not the right number. 310-319-9101 is the correct All phone right. number. All and right. uh, I'll be more than happy to talk with someone and uh, offer some free consultation. All right, Renee. Well, hey, I really appreciate your time today. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Bye-bye.